It is Thursday, the 22nd of April, 2021. I had to go to the hospital the other day. And you're listening to the Handsome Genius Club radio show. Hey kids, welcome to the show. My name is Kingdom, Anthony Kingdom James. And yeah, I had to make a trip to the hospital uh, Monday night at my family doctor's insistence. I got some blood work and your analysis done over the weekend because I had a phone appointment with one of my doctors on uh, Wednesday, yesterday. And um, so I did that Saturday morning and it's unbelievable. I actually got out of bed and showered and made my way somewhere on a Saturday morning, actual morning. Uh, So... (laughs) So Monday, in the midst of uh, Rogers, the uh, telecommunications giant here in in Canada, in the midst of a a, a nationwide outage of their cell phone and uh, text services, they um, my doctor was trying frantically to get a hold of me, and he saw something he didn't like in the urinalysis and wanted me to, uh, or in the blood work, one or the other, but he wanted me to, uh, to go to the hospital and get checked out. And I finally spoke to him about just before, right around 7 PM. So I lollygagged because that's what I do. <laughs> and I was feeling fine. I didn't know what his concern was. So, uh, I, I finally went to the hospital. And, uh, probably about mm, 10, 10, 10 or 11 o'clock, I finally got to the hospital. Closer to 11, I think. And I had to wait around and finally saw an ER doctor and he didn't know why I was there. The, the nurse who, uh, the nurse who uh, checked me in said, you know, asked why I was there. I told her, she said, so this is a concern and your doctor didn't call you until today. And I thought, well, all I could think was he had to get the results, right? But her response was, yeah, you need a better family doctor. So how I see the ER doctor. He says, you know, I don't know why you're here. If you were, if this were an actual problem, you'd be doubled over in pain you'd be vomiting you'd be blah 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 blah, and and that was it he said uh yeah you can go home um i got a tetanus shot because of my war with uh chloe the other on saturday um but yeah he checked that out you got a, i got a tetanus shot which i hadn't gotten in years and my dad said i should get so you know 50 years old i still listen to my dad <laughs> uh, this is my dad and my stepmom. I don't want to leave her out of this because she suggested it too. Um, and then I came home. I was home about quarter to three in the morning. Jeez. Oh, so this ridiculous thing happened to me while I was at the hospital. 
I'm sitting in the waiting room. I've been, not admitted, but I've been checked in, and I'm sitting in the waiting room. Taking forever. Got my head buried into my cell phone. Out of the corner of my eye, someone comes into the waiting room. And they sit down in, I'm in about the middle of the room, seated sideways. It's a long, thin room. And I'm, you know, middle of the room, in between these two sets of doors, facing the the near wall. So, this person comes in through the doors to my right. They sit in the very back of the room, in the far corner. And a few seconds later... I hear a flick, and I see a light out of the corner of my eye. And it's like a... It, it, it didn't seem like a flame out of the corner of my eye because it, in my peripheral vision, it looked round. But it was obviously, you know, orange and yellow. It was a light. And I, I looked up and over, and there was somebody in the back of the room... Lighting a crack pipe. Like, (laughs) long glass tube, glass bulb, round glass bulb at the end. You know, rotating with their fingers. Smoking crack in the waiting room of this ER. And I looked up and sitting right in front of me. About eight feet away, the other side of the, the, the other, up against the other wall, is this very cute, from what I could tell, with her mask on, blonde woman. And she looked back, and then we looked at each other like, what in the fuck? And I just, my eyes wide open, I just got up and left the waiting room and went to the nurse's station and said, hey, sorry to bother you. You've got somebody smoking crack in the waiting room. And they were two nurses, a man and a woman. What? And the male nurse got up and went into the waiting room and said, hey, you've got to go. You cannot be doing that in here. And security came for security guards because, you know, the call is, hey, we got somebody smoking crack. Who knows what's going to happen? But without incident, the person got up and was escorted out. And, I mean, I, I'm trying to understand how you do something this bold. <laughs> and all I could think is, and, and maybe this is co- a bad comedy, but all I could think is either... <sighs> Either crack is so good that you don't care, or or maybe they thought they were getting bad crack, and that if at least if they're smoking in, in the in the in the ER of a hospital, if something goes wrong, at least medical attention is right there. So, I mean, is crack that good, or or does it dull your your fucking decision-making process that much why would you do it in a in a hospital with security and cops in and out i i don't know i don't know 
all I can all I can say in response is I hope that whatever has gone so horribly fucking wrong in somebody's life that they're smoking crack in the first place, regardless of the location, uh, gets solved. I mean, that's just, like, I mean, I'm glad it didn't go badly for this person as far as, you know, like it didn't turn into a physical altercation with security or with cops, but no, no, that is not a laissez-faire kind of thing. That is not just a let it happen thing. You don't, you don't not get intervention (laughs) when somebody is fucking smoking crack in your hospital waiting room. Okay. Anyways, um, uh, still waiting to hook up with uh, Shane Taylor. So you're getting another solo cast today. Um, I should also mention that after a couple of days of, uh, uh, of the chill thawing between us, uh, Chloe and I, uh, Chloe and I are not friends again. Uh, as I, as I turn and look, well, let me explain what happened. So the last couple of days, she's been tapping me on the leg again, trying to get my attention. And I'm trying to figure out what to do. And I'm watching some videos and, you know, maybe I'm looking for an easy solution, which it's probably not an easy solution. But one of the things I've kept saying over the last few months is I'm, uh, I'm trying to get her interested in, just looking out the window. Uh, there's a guy on YouTube named Jackson Galaxy. Oh, silly name, but he seems to be a pretty knowledgeable cat expert. And he's he gives people advice and, he, you know, all kinds of great videos. And he keeps mentioning it, and I've adopted the term cat TV. You know, where cats are looking out the window and they just, you know, you look at what's going on. Look at birds or, you know, look at. In my apartment building, look at the neighbors. <laughs> and I've been trying to lure her into that window. And I've talked about putting treats on a chair in front of the window and on the windowsill, trying to lure her up into the window. And she she takes treats from, she'll take treats from the chair and the radiator, but not the windowsill itself, which is that last step up. So tonight... When she was getting a little, she was getting a little, you know, tappy, a little rambunctious with that. And I didn't want it to escalate to the point where she bit me to get my attention as I was trying to do something. I made the mistake of trying to pick her up. And I thought, I'll put you on the, I'll put you on the windowsill and, you know, after Saturday's debacle with trimming her nails, the last thing I should have done was try to pick her up. So, so she hissed at me a couple of times and ran back under Otisburg. Where a little while later, a little while later, she came, like she was, she has the, 
She has the saddest look on her face when this stuff happens. She has this look like the world is against her, and it makes me feel fucking awful. It is every sad clown painting you've ever seen in your life. And um, so she finally came out from under Otisburg at one point, and she came over to me, and I gave her a scratch. She let me scratch her for a minute, and then she went back to her chair into the dining room which is still kind of hiding, but that's where she sleeps a lot. So it's better than her being in a cave under my Lego city. But then I started, uh, I, I was doing the uh, Twitch stream with John Greed and with Scumbag Yates, the, uh, the backyard wrestling stream that we do on Greed's channel on Wednesday nights. And at one point, I cheered loudly for something. And it scared her. Because cats are sensitive to loud noises. And she's already in a vulnerable state of mind. Because she, you know, she feels like I attacked her. So she went back under Otisburg. And a little while later, yeah, I mean, a few hours later, she came out. And she was very wary about walking around behind me, but she she spent some time under my mom's china hutch, and I just I turned around. I I sailed. I rolled a couple of treats to her, which she didn't eat, which is a bad sign. But I just turned around and went about my business because I knew if I looked at her, she would she was just frozen. And she went to her litter box. She's still in her litter box. I'm looking at her right now. And uh, she's actually turned around. She turned 180 degrees, so she's like facing the wall. But she's still in her litter box. And I don't want to force her out of there. But it's just awful to see. I'm, I just, I feel like I'm ruining this cat's life. And it is fucking hurting me to no end that I am uh, that I am causing this emotionally defenseless creature, intellectually defenseless creature. The scratches on my hand say she's not physically defenseless, but this emotionally defenseless creature. Uh, heartache or anxiety. So, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, at this point, I kind of think I, I have to give it a few more weeks. And if we can't get things back on the road by like the end of May, I might have to. I might have to do the unthinkable and uh, call the rescue society that I got her from and see about rehousing her because I'm not going to, I'm not going to force her to live with me for 10 more years and be sad. I, I don't. 
I don't want to be the cause of anyone's upset. So, I feel like fucking garbage right now. I feel like fucking garbage. <sighs> Anyways, okay, enough of that. Um, what else is going on? So, I tested the... I got a bunch of news tabs open. I don't know if I feel like going through them. I'll probably go through a couple here, but... Um, I tested the Amazon Watch Party uh, Wednesday night with the help of a few people. I was... <laughs> I had tweeted about it in the afternoon. I was out I was out getting replacement food for Chloe cuz she doesn't like the Purina Pro indoor salmon indoor formula. It's not some kind of indoor salmon. It's not it's not a yeah. <laughs> Purina Pro Care indoor formula salmon flavor. She prefers the turkey. She hasn't been eating enough. So I went to I went to replace that with the turkey and rice. Um and I don't know where I was going with this. Oh yeah, while I was out, I tweeted that I was going to test the watch party tonight and I was having problems with it uh in the afternoon when I was first looking at it. Um but I just I restarted my computer and boom, it was fine. And uh, we're going to be watching Back to the Future Friday night. Uh, uh, Jason Clark from An Elegant Weapon is going to join us uh, for audio commentary. But I I tested it Wednesday night with uh, Underground Wrestling, which is an Australian group The uh, that's on Amazon Prime. The only person in the group I'd ever heard of before is Gino Gambino, who uh, has done commentary on some uh, English commentary on some New Japan pro wrestling shows. And he's been in a couple of battle royals. Um, but it's it's a fun little, it's a fun little odd show. And uh, as soon as I opened it up, I, fuck, I had like seven people watching. It was like, okay, well, the Amazon watch parties are the way to go. <laughs> so we watched uh, almost an hour of their first episode and uh and things should be good to go friday night oh excuse me hiccup for back to the future should be fun um what culture published a back to the future video a few days ago a couple of days ago with some facts we'll, we'll go over those facts as we watch the uh the movie uh, and some other, you know, some stuff that we know about Back to the Future. And then, you know, so it's going to be half Wikipedia article and half Mystery Science Theater. We're going to goof on the fact that, uh, that Marty McFly almost ends up banging his mom. We're going to talk about how this was the inspiration for Rick and Morty. We're going to talk about uh eric stoltz and the fact that there is a half second of eric stoltz left in the movie even though he was replaced after five weeks of filming by michael j fox well we'll we'll go through all of that kind of stuff as we watch the movie together 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? All right. Let's see if any of these tabs are cheerful at all. Um, let's see. Ontario may finally be introducing paid sick days. Uh, this has definitely come up in, in, uh, in the shadow of Doug Ford's ongoing, um, complete and utter mishandling of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. He is currently, the Premier of Ontario is currently self-isolating after supposedly coming into contact with a staffer who uh, has coronavirus. Uh, It's been said that yesterday he had to be um, given a crash course on how to use a laptop so that he could continue working from home. He, it's also come out that he still uses a BlackBerry Classic from 2014 as his phone. So, uh, not a smart guy. It also turns out that Doug Ford is 56 years old. He's only 56. I don't know why, but I thought he was older. He looks like he's been dragged backwards through a few hedges. So the fact that he's only six years older than me, holy moly. Um, let's see. Uh, no, that's not. That's I opened that for my own. Oh, uh, here's another thing. Yesterday morning, Wednesday morning, uh, Toronto woke up to snow. Now, I know uh, Tim Malone and uh, his beloved Rachel told me that there was snow also in Ohio. I know that there is uh, snow in Montreal because I saw a video of (laughs) of Speedball Bailey and Veda Scott walking together. And Veda was baffled by the snow. And here's what I have to say to this. To everybody. Not as an insult. Not as an attack. Just... As a matter of fact, it's Canada. It's Canada. And we always, always, always get a late snowfall. The weather turns, everybody's out in shorts, and then we get at least one more big dump of snow. And it, it, I would not be surprised. It's, you know, it's the end of April right now. It's April 22nd today. I would not be surprised if we get more snow in May. Uh, somebody somebody messaged me on Twitter and said, hey, I remember it snowing on the May 2-4 weekend, which is Victoria Day holiday, which, you know, usually around somewhere around the 21st to 24th, somewhere in there in May. It's, there's going to be snow. Why are people so surprised slash angered by it every year it catches them off guard like oh this is the one year that um the thing that's happened every year forever won't happen it happens every year get over it it's canada (laughs) we're gonna get more snow kids Stop fucking whining about it. Uh, Okay. Uh, Some entertainment headlines. Uh, 
the filming has wrapped on uh, the Marvel Disney Plus series Hawkeye. Uh, apparently, uh, Jeremy Renner has thanked the cast and crew. So uh, Hawkeye is coming our way sooner rather than later. I'm looking forward to it. Um, this week is the last episode of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, where I, I guess we could call this the series Captain America and Winter Soldier because looking so forward to seeing uh, Sam in whatever it is that the Wakandans whipped up for him. As far as a, a battle suit goes, I wonder if it'll have wings. Uh, we'll probably see that the, that the, his whatever his new assistant, whatever that guy's name was, it Ramirez. I can't remember. Uh, he's probably going to fix up the old wings and be the new Falcon. Uh, but then the Star Wars animated series, The Bad Batch, will be on. I'm actually looking forward to it. I didn't care for the Bad Batch episodes. That began season seven of uh, Clone Wars, but I'm looking forward to um, this new series because it's apparently taking place after the Clone Wars. Fine by me. Um, so Falcon and Winter Soldier episode six, then a week off, then the Bad Batch, then a week off, and then a June 11th low key. Yes. Uh after that, we'll get um, we'll get Black Widow, and then I'm not sure what's after that. I'm guessing Hawkeye is after that. I don't know. I don't know what's next in the order. Um, but damn, I'm really I'm so in love with the Marvel stuff. Sorry, DC people. If if you think that the Snyder verse is better than the MCU, oof. I mean, we can still be friends, but you're wrong. Uh, Jim Henson biopic. Michael Mitnick, don't know who that is, cur uh, is writing Muppet Man for Disney and the Jim Henson Company. Uh, the Current War and The Giver Scribe, Michael Mitnick, I don't know either of those properties, has been set to write Jim Henson biopic Muppet Man for Disney and Jim Henson Company. Currently in development, the live-action film will chart the life and times of the legendary puppeteer, creator of the Muppets, Fraggle Rock, and many of the Sesame Street characters, uh, as well as director of cult films such as Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal. The movie will home in on Henson's journey to convince broadcasters that the Muppets was a great idea and how he works to get the characters on air when uh, where they became a comedy staple. Henson's daughter, Lisa Henson, currently in production on Guillermo del Toro's upcoming Pinocchio for Netflix, is producing for the Jim Henson Company. Nice. Okay. I am, uh, again, I'm there for a Jim Henson biopic. I'm absolutely there. I wonder who they'll get to play him. Strangely enough... I'm looking at a picture of Jim Henson right now. Strangely, I could see I could see Will Ferrell playing it. I don't know if the voice would be anywhere near it, though. I don't know. Uh, I'll look forward to the casting. I'm not going to poo-poo the casting. I, I, I trust the Henson people to be involved in this. Uh, speaking of casting, though, finally... LeVar Burton is going to guest host 
Jeopardy. Uh, they released a list of uh, guest hosts through the summer, through the, I guess, what it'll be the end of this season for uh, for Jeopardy. And uh, I'm not pleased that he's guest hosting. I mean, listen, okay, spend se- spend season 37 with guest hosts. But when season 38 comes, LeVar Burton, get her done. Uh, Jeopardy has unveiled the final group of season 37 guest hosts with Robin Roberts, LeVar Burton, and George Stephanopoulos among the TV personalities set to lead the popular trivia game. Uh, executive producer Mike Richards revealed that David Faber, who was a former Celebrity Jeopardy champion, and Joe Buck, who uh, will also step up to the lectern to wrap up the game show's 37th season. Uh, there, I saw a longer list somewhere, and I'm uh, Buzzy Cohen is going to do it. Uh, I wish this article had more of the names I saw before. Well, I'm not searching for it. The important thing is LeVar Burton is in there. He's only getting a week, though. Some of these people are getting two weeks. Uh, fuck it. Just hand the goddamn show to LeVar Burton already. It's what everybody wants. It's the right thing. Um, is that everything? I think that might be everything. Yeah, that's mostly everything. <sighs> Yeah, when I go to bed, the cat will probably come out of hiding. I'm just, I'm really, I'm fucking. There's, there's, there's no way to undersell how beat up I am. Bye. Hey, you okay? Yeah, there's no way to undersell how beat up I am that I am. Um, making this cat sad that I'm giving this cat anxiety. That's not what this is supposed to be about. And if, if, if it continues to go badly between us, if I can't fucking figure out how to make this cat happy, how to make her, uh, how, how to make her content. Like, I mean, I, I got the cat for companionship. I got the cat. Because I, you know, I wanted to to give someone something affection, hopefully receive some in return. I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here for the next ten years and just be this cat's fucking the you know the roommate it puts up with. If if we can't. Uh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <sighs> Fuck. Anyways, all right. Uh, that's enough of that. Uh, later tonight on Twitch, dogs playing poker. Another. Uh, we should have a full table tonight. When I get up, uh, when I get up around noon, I will uh, make a few final calls to make sure we got a table of ten. Uh, tomorrow night, Friday night. We've got uh, we've got uh, Back to the Future, the Twitch watch stream. If you have Amazon Prime, if you have access to Prime Video, you can join us for the watch stream. Um, also, earlier this week, 
my episode of uh, See You Next Tuesday, which is Jade Chung's podcast, went online. Check that out on all your podcast providers. See you next Tuesday with Jade Chung. Um, it was fun. Yeah, she badgers me a bit, but, you know, <laughs> I'm used to it. Um, yeah. And I'll, uh, I'll work to get that, uh, I'll work to hook things up with Shane Taylor. Ugh, God. Uh, oh, and, and Eddie Osborne, too. I, I keep meaning to, I gotta bother Eddie Osborne about picking a date. Uh, all right. That's it. Find me on your social media. My name is Kingdom everywhere. Join the Patreon. Buy some fucking t-shirts. Whatever. I'm gonna go to bed so that the cat can walk around. If you're on the Patreon, Friday exclusive episode tomorrow. Otherwise, I'll talk to you again Monday. Kids, please be good to one another. Find some good trouble to get get into. And uh, hey, your Uncle Kingdom loves you.